With views so never-ending and sunsets so divine, you'll barely even notice the rolling blackouts. Welcome to Rapture. Welcome home. Mr. Smith? I guess uh, I have two options. Stay here, um, never leave the apartment again, and probably die of starvation, um, best case scenario anyway, or leave Rapture. I can't leave through the front door, of course, because the city is overrun with monsters and I, I have no idea who's in the hall and I can't risk it. I can't risk going out the front door, so there's got to be another way. Um, but even if I got out of the building, where would I go? I don't know anywhere in the city. And the city is probably just as dangerous everywhere as it is here. There's nobody left that I know who I could possibly escape to, really, without risking getting tortured or killed since I don't know enough about this disease to even be able to pick out who's infected and who's not. So, okay. I guess that means that I've got to fend for myself. I can't trust that there's anybody left to save um, or to save me, so... Except... Meredith. Shoot. She said that her parents lived on the sixth floor. Oh, so she's up there. She's up there with Mr. Smith somewhere. I was that even Mr. Smith? It just it looked like him. It the psychopath that pretends to be Mr. Smith. Regardless, okay, so I'm going to have to go get Meredith. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I just abandoned her up there. And then that kid just died because I'm a coward. So I guess I have to at least try to save her. <sighs> I guess there really was a reason for me to buy this after all. It's sharp. Okay. I don't have any idea which apartment is hers. All I know is Mr. Smith is in room 618 because it's right above mine and I am 518. 
So I guess if the danger is in 618, then he is the one that I have to protect Meredith from. So 618 is where I should start. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've spent my whole life <laughs> fighting to keep people alive. Just fighting tooth and nail to save people. <laughs> to bring them back from the dead, or from the abyss, or something else, more or less. But it's a different world now, I guess, than the one that I grew up in. It's a world apparently without Jen, without 911, and without any outside assistance or sense of security. So I can't keep being the same person that I used to be. So I guess, in this new world, what's dead stays dead. Okay, I'm taping the recorder to my upper arm. I'm going to keep you recording, Mr. Recorder, but it's more likely than not that I need both hands for self-defense during this insane attempt at saving that stupid girl. <laughs> So I'm just going to turn the recorder on and you can be my witness to whatever happens. And if I die, then there will at least be a recording. Maybe someone can give it to my parents. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, well, my plan is to bring the switchblade, that switchblade that I got from that box store a while back, the last one that was for sale. <laughs> and. I'm also going to bring this can of hairspray that I found and a lighter that I bought. The plan is that if I absolutely have to, I will make some kind of flamethrower because that's what they do on the movies. So <laughs> that's what I'm going to do now. <laughs> if I'm going out into the abyss of rapture, then I need to be as prepared as I can and I need to be as level-headed and calm, even though we are quite literally dealing with a bunch of monsters in my apartment. <sighs> what the hell? <sighs> All right, well, since the electricity is mostly off today, I can't trust the fob key to get me back into the apartment when I get back here from the sixth floor, so I'm going to also tape the doors locked down so that I can ensure I have a way back into my own apartment. I can't risk being trapped in the hallway with Colin and Mr. Smith roaming freely out there just looking for their next victim. Okay. One last look out the peephole. There's nothing in the hall. Okay, here goes nothing. With the exception of the sound of the power flickering, this hallway is pretty much as quiet as the morgue after hours. Good, okay. I'm walking to the back staircase. This is the route that Carrie's skeleton key um, has been letting me take. I can't risk the elevator short-circuiting, obviously, right now. 
Okay, I'm gonna open the fire exit door. The lights are out in this hall. It's just the red glow of emergency exit lighting. Much like the hallway, there are no windows in this stairwell. As I said, I don't know what room Meredith is in or what room her parents live in, and I don't even know if she's even currently on the sixth floor, which makes this entire endeavor just asinine. What? I've got to try. I can't just leave the girl. It's... My dad, he used to tell me this story. He called it the wheel wrench scenario. He used to say, there once was a guy driving down the road in his beat up red truck and all of a sudden his truck stalled and, and broke down. So he pulled over to the side of the road and he said, oh, well, this is the problem that's with my vehicle because he knew vehicles. And the answer is that if I had a wheel wrench, then I would be able to fix it. So I saw a farmer house uh, a couple of miles back. I'll just walk back to the farmer's place and borrow a wheel wrench and then I'll fix the truck and I'll get on my way. So the man sets out, it's a nice day. And he's walking down the road by himself, looking around, and he just starts thinking. And he thinks and he thinks, and he says, well, geez, I wonder what if that guy's not even home? And then he says, no, you know what? You can't think that way. You got to keep going. What other option do you have? So he keeps walking back towards the farmhouse. And he walks some more. The kilometers go by, and then he thinks, well, what if there's somebody home, but they don't have a wheel wrench? What am I supposed to do then? And he says, no, don't let those thoughts bleed into your head. Just keep walking. This is your only choice. You have to get there. So he keeps walking towards the farmhouse, but then the longer and longer it walks, the more he thinks about it. And he thinks, well, what if there is a farmer? What if he is home? What if he does have a wheel wrench, but he's just a total asshole and he's not going to let me borrow it? And at that point, he loses himself to his thoughts, those negative, negative thoughts. And so by the time he gets to the farmhouse, he storms up the patio and he tromps down on the wooden steps and he bangs on the door as hard as he can. And this little old man opens the door and before the little old man can say anything, the guy who owns the truck says, you can keep your stupid wheel wrench, I didn't want it anyway, and spits on the floor, turns around, walks away. can't let myself wheel wrench my way out of this scenario. <sighs> okay, we're here. We're at the exit that brings us to the sixth floor. It's one small step for man. One giant leap for all Sarah kind. Okay, I've got my knife ready. I've also got that hairspray, which makes me feel ridiculous. I'm wandering around an infected building with a bottle of hairspray. <laughs> anyway, the lighter is here too. 
I hope I don't have to burn this place to the ground, but so help me God, <laughs> I will do what I have to do to get Meredith and I out of here. The sixth floor hallway is just like mine on the fifth floor. No windows. Lights still flickering on and off. I don't hear anyone. Just that phonograph music is playing. So I guess we finally got our answer as to where that was coming from. <laughs> what is that smell? Ugh. Something's gone rancid up here. It's getting stronger, the smell is. The closer I get to 618, ugh. There's still no sign of anybody living up here, but it's hard to tell for certain with the lights. They're essentially off now. It looks like on the wall there's maybe blood, uh, something dark, kind of brown, and it's streaked across the wall. Ugh, it smells rusty, like old pennies. Ugh. I'm standing outside the Smith store. There's been no sign of Meredith or anybody else, but the phonograph music is clearly coming from inside this apartment. Oh my God. Oh, the smell. I don't see anyone. It's just a pot of boiling water. It's on the stove. Oh, it's a large pot. The patio door is still swinging in the wind. And on the balcony, there looks like the remains of the window cleaner safety rope. Oh, there's a steak knife on the floor of the balcony next to what's left of the rope. Oh my god, I can barely breathe up here. Oh, I'm trying so hard not to gag. I'm sorry, Mr. Recorder. What in the name of all that is holy are you cooking in that pot, Mr. Smith? Oh my... I found the rest of Mrs. Smith's arm. <laughs> Mr. Smith? He's standing on the balcony. He must have been out of my field of view before. Maybe he was hidden on the opposite corner of the balcony. I don't know, but anyway, here he is. Don't stay out there. Don't you come inside. I have a knife. I am not afraid to use it. I will. I will stab you, you crazy old psycho. Almost tender. You're sick. Don't come any closer to me, I swear to God. Hey, did you miss me? Oh, that is much better, don't you think? This dude is a little too overcooked for my taste. <laughs> What's wrong, Sarah? 
Cat got your tongue. I could claw every inch of my own skin off if I thought that it would stop the crawling, the itching. Uh, this guy. What did you call him? Mr. Smith? <laughs> Sloppy. That's what he was. And that music? It's loud enough in here. Here, don't you think? Oh, but I guess you wouldn't know about that. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Why are you so quiet, Sarah? Didn't you miss me? You know, I could have burned that place to the ground while you were still sleeping. But what would be the fun in that? Colin, you really, you don't look well. You think I care what you think? You think that it matters that I look a little under the weather? Well, you're just, you're so thin. I, I can see your teeth through the side of your face. Please let me help you. Don't do anything you're going to regret. Help? You? What makes you think I want your help? You'll see. You'll... You know, actually, now that you mention it, I'm just... I'm, I'm hungry. Could you... Maybe could you help with that? Hmm? Meredith? Who? <laughs> Whatever. Let's eat. Meredith, run! Go, 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 go! Come on, come on, come on. It's just down here. It's just down here. The power is out. Maybe he won't see what floor we go to. Come on. Let's go. Quick, quick, quick. Get, get in the apartment. Grab whatever you can carry. Help me barricade the door. Listen to me. Listen to me. I know it's scary. Look at me. We have got to get out of this building. I need you to go into the bathroom and into the closet that's in the hallway, and I need you to start tying every single blanket and sheet that you can find together. We need to make a rope, and we need to make it as long as we possibly can. And Meredith, stay quiet. Colin cannot find out where we are. Okay, listen, kid, you keep making us that rope. We are going to rappel down the balcony over the building and we're going to get out of here. I know that sounds terrifying. I hate heights. I hate, hate heights. But we have got to do this. We don't have a choice anymore. I'll be right back, okay? I'm just, I need to step out on the balcony for just a minute and then I will come back in here and I will help you get the rest of the blankets ready, okay? Whatever you do, don't open the apartment door. No matter what, I don't care who you think you're here. Keep it shut. Test, testing, test. Testing, one, two, three. Screw it. This is Dr. Sarah Penn. I'm broadcasting this transmission today to anybody 
who's still within the city that is normal <laughs> or not infected. Rapture 518 is an audio drama created in Canada. If you'd like to learn more about the show, check out our website at www.rapture518.com or find us on social media using any of the links located in the show notes below. Questions? Comments? Feeling chatty? Send us an email at rapture518 at mail.com. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Rapture 518. Consider subscribing wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We'll be back in one week with our next episode. But until then, this is Dr. Sarah Penn at Rapture 518.